0: Welcome to an Irishman and an American walk into a bar. So, I, I, we, I have my partner here, the Irishman, laughing as I said this. It goes against everything. I think the, bom, 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 the trumpet of announcement is a really American thing. Would you say that?
1: Yeah, I'd say it is. <laughs> but I'd say that uh, I was laughing because uh, of the tea.
0: Oh my god, yes. Oh yeah, we're supposed to be drinking beer, but... Why? I, I just... We can talk about why we're drinking tea, but usually we would have a nice, like, what would you say is a good beer to have?
1: Well, little cronies in the fridge. Oh
0: yeah, we're just ignoring those?
1: Okay. No, but, um... Irish, Ireland has some nice craft beer. Yeah, it
0: sounds nice. What did we have last week? The
1: Oh shandy's.
0: Yeah, those were like, those were like, if you're a child trying to get into beer, it's a good start to get in that ladder.
1: I think it's very good for summer as well. And if you don't want to get drunk, you drink as much as
0: many as of those. Actually, there's so many topics we can talk about. Should we talk about maybe like the difference, I guess, about being drunk in Ireland versus America? I feel like that would actually be interesting to a lot of Americans.
1: Yeah, that'd be good. And like the age difference between Irish people drinking at a young age in America Well to
0: be fair, everybody starts off maybe at like age 15 drinking Whether you're in Ireland or in the US
1: But I feel like the outcome of it is different
0: Yeah, no, yeah, 100%
1: Like the way Americans around alcohol is a lot different and I think maybe at some point later on in life they kind of divulge, like they both get on the same page, in the 20s or '40s. <laughs> That's what but all like, Americans have to look forward to. It's like I a period th- of like a big difference between how people are around alcohol.
0: Yeah, like okay. Well, one thing is you guys don't have college the same way we do in America. Like in America, you have these big colleges, these frats, these college parties, and people get so drunk they're just puking on the street, puking as they walk. Just you know, like even meeting their significant other puking on them you know versus in ireland like you guys have a really chill time and like you go to a pub and (laughs)
1: right yeah um i mean of course some people do that in ireland as well but what i'd say is that in america the whole culture of like drinking games seeing how much people can drink and like Forcing it on people is not as big here.
0: I don't think anyone's ever forced. Like I think if you tried to force someone to drink, it's more likely they would just drink your drink. Like if they see you not finishing it, they'll in just Ireland's yeah, perfect. they'll just grab it and be like, might as well me chug it.
1: Yeah, and Ireland people, it's a lot more relaxed. Yeah. In America, like from being with around people there and we're in France and stuff over there, it's about like how much people can drink or if you lose you have to drink loads and trying to get people really drunk I like it's a game to see how drunk you can get someone yeah um where in ireland is a lot more chilled out about like chatting and sitting down even at a younger age it's not about forcing people to drink loads
0: yeah there's just
1: that's not to say irish people drink a lot as well
0: they do but they can control it they would only drink a lot if they thought they could control it i would say also even in dominican republic like in DuPublic, a lot of women, they will... Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm Dominican-American, I guess. As a, which is a whole other thing we can talk about. Why can't I just be American? Why do I have to say I'm Dominican-American? Why when people look at me and I say I'm American, they're like, what else are you? No, but yes, fine. I'm also Dominican. In book I've noticed that people there, like women there, they just like drink beer they don't even drink shots like they'll drink shots sometimes but a lot of times they'll drink beer and then all these guys around them are just wasted as hell and these women are just like oh i don't know why you should drink," like, and they're just chilling being smart you know plotting like whatever they want to plot with some dude because they're like the sober ones but in america it's like it's a free-for-all of like i want to be the first one drunk for some reason you know there's no like planning or
1: but well, it's like a competition over there it's like a yeah. game there's a lot more like a game over there because it's, it's it's not about what you do around getting drunk it's more that like you need to get drunk like it's about getting like getting drunk is the activity while other people's activity is happening you know, you're drinking <laughs> yeah. and enjoying yourself you while like, like a buddhist
0: monk it's the journey it's not the end
1: yeah that's pretty much what it is though like and but maybe it's Probably again a bit controversial, but maybe it's the way of society in different places. Yeah,
0: yeah. Some
1: people more were just relaxed to get there. Other people are like, I want to be there right now, fast as possible. <laughs> you know.
0: Wait. To be fair, society is like in Ireland. It's just such a small country that if you got drunk and like did something terrible. Like, you might have that for forever follow you, and all your friends will remember. Versus in America, it's so big, you could just, like, get a brand new set of friends, or change to another city, you know?
1: True. But what I'd say is that it doesn't stop. Things like that happen, and it does mean that, unfortunately, you will follow someone. Like, you know, if someone does something at school, yeah, their friends will always remember that, and be, like, a topic of conversation. Okay. Like, years to come. Like, it still stays with you, but... Um, I mean, is that, that's over your head? But it doesn't stop some people. Like in Ireland, we still have people who are at a young age getting too drunk, yeah. and embarrassing themselves.
0: But no, but like, it's still it's like a. It's just in America, like you can always get back, like you can always know that you can just go somewhere else. Versus yeah. in Ireland, you probably you might not be able to. Like, you need to work in Dublin, and so you like. I'm just saying, like. Yeah. There's this girl. Oh, it's so bad. I don't even know if I should say saying this in a podcast. I feel embarrassed. Even though it wasn't even me. I swear it wasn't me. Don't look at me like that. It wasn't me.
1: Okay, so. Okay, this friend...
0: No, I'm serious. <laughs> this is one of those real stories where I knew somebody that knew somebody, okay? okay, okay. It's real.
1: But because of the way you said it, everyone's going to think it was you, don't. Oh, it's because but these people it. don't know me. Say it.
0: I knew somebody, okay? Um, who knew somebody who got drunk. And they got so drunk that, like, they were... I don't even know what they were doing. They were walking across the lawn of this, like, house and little, like, pellets of poo were falling as they walked you know? (laughs) and they had a skirt it was like a big, long, flowy skirt and it was like, you see, like, pellets of poo and it was just, like, that was just and everybody in the house saw because they were outside in the porch or something (laughs) and, like, I was just like, what did she do? oh no, like, and my friend who knew that person was just like, they felt so much shame but no, she, i
1: actually don't know what I were that. watching what you were watching it happen no okay that was
0: i was a friend who knew somebody who was watching it no no she watched it okay.
1: yeah yeah i don't know how to, how to respond to that one <laughs> i mean
0: i'm just saying that doesn't happen in ireland like or like like i mean i'm sure it happens occasionally but i just feel like in america people take it to a whole another level like
1: yeah, and, and in America would that be seen on as, you know, would a person be embarrassed or would it be like, oh, that's so cool that she was so?
0: Oh my god, I can't believe you're asking that up. question. This that is like, how far well, no, like, America has fallen since Trump. Now we have to ask I, if we're okay. I
1: feel like some people are like, oh, it's such a crazy party. This wild shit happened, and it's like an, a good thing.
0: I don't know about other people, but I would say for me that would have been like. Oh, I can't believe that happened. That would have been just been the shame, like you know, like what used to be like getting pregnant before marriage, like pooping in the street. Is There's that in, a, in has the modern? Put so much-
1: <laughs> more that it takes a lot more to embarrass someone but this is the level <laughs> we to do it's what low. it takes nowadays in like 10 years this will be like just normal
0: i think like i would have i think it would have been less embarrassing if it was pants like if it was pants you just see a stain but it's the fact that you're a skirt and it's just trailing behind oh. you and you keep walking <laughs> think something about that
1: well i think we need to uh change the topic okay. for the podcast sorry
0: this is this is not good for the first part. we're drinking tea but it's spiked i swear i have an excuse for why i'm saying such terrible things it's just honestly that traumatized me it wasn't even me and it wasn't even i watching it and i feel traumatized well i think
1: it's kind of a lesson to, to make you want to behave yeah. and not get too drunk like it's a way of People like, oh, this is what could happen to people. Let's not let it happen to pass me. Pass
0: on to your grandchildren. Everybody in this podcast, pass us on. If you need, if you, somebody needs help, you know, tell them the story. You knew a friend who knew a friend who, <laughs> who didn't do something.
1: <laughs> um, well, with drinking culture, I think there's a lot of other elements to it here as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, if you think about it, like, on the side, it's like... Um, it's a family thing over here. So like your parent would often be the first person to give your kid, I mean, it, I think it's actually similar to a lot of cultures, yeah. where your parent is the first one to give your like, kid a drink and you and Michael go to the bar with your, your dad or whatever and have your beer. And like in a lot of rural pubs in Ireland, like the, the 18-age limit wouldn't be, you know, observed. Like if you had a six, 17-year-old son or 16 and you were, and they, everyone in the bar would know, you would be like accepting you kind of healthily drink. So you'd be around people who are like, look after you and with your dad, it's not like you're going crazy. So I think it's that people learn from a young age to kind of respect it and like, understand it. Um, But while in America, I feel like a lot of people who drink do it as like a rebellious act. Oh yeah. Like, it'll be like going out to the park. Um, You know, with all the cans or whatever, not tell your parents and it's like that way of... Kind of break from society.
0: or even in college like you grow up in one city and then you go to a different city in college like it's like a college town you know and then you just to meet new people and a party there and you have no parents there it's like your first time with freedom
1: and I feel it happens because of that human nature when you're told not to do something mm-hmm. or like you can't do it it's like you want to do it more and you're bound to go even crazier but if you're like oh, it's fine, you can do it, it's like, oh, I don't even want to do it anymore, like, it's just, it's normal, so I think, because it's that kind of, a bit taboo subject, so it makes people go kind of more extreme. stream.
0: I think it's also, like, a thing, kind of, like, I feel like I'm just a terrible person in this podcast, you know, like, how circumcision happens just because, like, <laughs> wait, there's a point to this, don't laugh. You know, circumcision happens because like a parent had a circumcision and they're like, "Why not my son also?" And then it just passes on. Like, there's no, there's no actual scientific reason. They're just like, "What's the reason?" Well, my dad did it, and my dad's dad did it, and blah blah blah. Yeah, tradition. And, yeah, it's tradition it feels like your upperclassmen in college kind of push that on you, they're just like, here, come to this party, here, like, don't be a wanker, like, have at least one beer or, like, and then they're like, oh, here's another beer, and then, like, all of a sudden you think that's, like, the way you should act, and then, like, you, as an upperclassman, eventually then push that onto your underclassmen, and it's, like, the cycle, especially, like, with hazing in America, like, you know, They just, I don't know why, like, honestly, I think there's a million ways to torture people without drinking a lot of alcohol, but, like, every time, it's always, like, here's a bunch of alcohol, now we're gonna haze you, or that was the hazing. So, it's, like, this whole, like, there's even, like, a specific culture, like, it's not even America, it's, like, the culture of college towns.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Well, because you kind of hear about it, Mm -hmm. Martin, like, we, you know, Irish people don't experience that, because, you know, for American listeners you know the rest of the world doesn't really have hazing or, or college the atmosphere like that would happen in America it's a lot more I guess reserved in that way yeah but um, we hear about it and we hear about it in films and shows so we kind of hear about American hazing in college and I think it's kind of, of it it is like oh that's a great exciting college life that you have over in America I and mean, we don't really have the same kind of excitement here drinking you love house parties and stuff where people, people just invite you over there's no such thing as frats and you know kind of organized parties and stuff like how frats do it here is more on the fly it's like oh come over those are a few drinks there's no like proper plans and games and structured by any of our drinking yeah
0: it's easy to get wasted when it's like in a house there's 50 people versus like if you're in an irish home that's small and it's like 10 people there you're like
1: isn't the funny thing about it is the structure? Like in an American drinking you know, or frasser, it's all about you know having planned for the whole day, an event. You know in Ireland, it's much more um, just, spontaneous. Yeah, you know, spontaneous, go with the flow. See what oh, yeah. You know, no one really has a plan of how the night's going to go. It's like, oh, we'll have some drinks, and you know, we'll see. Maybe we'll go out. Maybe we'll go somewhere. The America, everything is planned out the whole night.
0: Even the party, like, I knew this one frat that, like, had this beach party in New York. There's, like, in, in Ithaca, New York, there's no beach there. So they would import tons of sand into the house, and then, like, you would walk on sand. And it's just, like, like that's the level of what a party sometimes is in America, versus, like, I can't... Honestly, when people hear, like, when they put, like, a little... A little bit of green for St. Patty's Day. That's like the level of decoration people do. in Ireland.
1: Yeah, I'd say in Ireland is kind of a thing where if you try too hard, it's kind of people look down at look look down at you a little bit and like, oh, why are you trying so hard for this? It should be just relaxed. You know, I don't know. You don't express it in words, but it's like a feeling that like, um, you shouldn't.
0: Like you should enjoy the simple.
1: Yeah, enjoy the sim- simple. Or that like, why are you planning this? We just want to come have drinks. Like if you try to have an American style party in Ireland with that is not maybe for Halloween, but it's just like just an ordinary day. Yeah, it just wouldn't come across a lot Irish women. They
0: might be overwhelmed. They're like, "Oh my God, if this is what you did. What am I supposed to do?" Because <laughs> like yeah. also like in America, one big difference is you're supposed to the host is supposed to provide all the alcohol, all the entertainment, everything, and then but, and the guest just comes and has fun but in Ireland it's actually the opposite like the guests bring all the alcohol and like the host is like they can have alcohol but that's optional like it could just be like this is their home like you're they're just like welcoming into the home
1: yeah usually in Ireland people bring their own drinks what they're going to drink but then people do share it and like sometimes someone will have like a lot more beer and like they won't want it and they'll share it out but what usually happens is you kind of bring what you're going to drink like usually the host would have their own alcohol as well um, it, but it actually depends so like at a college party or whatever that's usually how it is is like you kind of supply your own drink because you know everyone has their own tastes and stuff um, but like if you're going for a meal somewhere you'd often like bring a bottle of wine would be usual one so someone like cook you cook the meal or if you have a meal with people but you would supply the wine kind of thing or sometimes what happens is they'll have wine but you can bring bottles that they use for um, but with like college parties and with you know Yeah. yeah, but the nice thing about American parties, though, it seems, it's a little bit more. You know, no one's worried about that. It's a lot more flexible. Like everyone, like the host supplies so much drink that no one's going to like run out. You know, there's Too no much drink. No one's why no one's worried about like you not bringing enough or having to worry about running to the store right before to get alcohol. No.
0: To be fair though, I like the idea of bringing your own drink because sometimes at these frat parties like- We're not frat parties, just any party. Some people have terrible taste and they're like bringing Keystone and then you have nothing but Keystone and you feel rude like it's honestly a little rude to bring your own alcohol. So like, they'd be like, oh you think I'm not good enough? You think my tastes aren't good enough? So then you're stuck drinking Keystone all night long. (laughs)
1: But then you're trying a new beer, but yeah, you don't want to be like Bud Light or something, but
0: hold on. Oh, uh-huh. like- and then like, because it's cheap, they probably bought a lot of it, so then they, every time you empty the keystone, they're like, here's another one, <laughs> just for you. Oh,
1: okay, so would it be rude, then, if you would have turn off with, like, Krispy or something like that? Yeah. They'd be like, why are you turned off with this? Just... Unless, you-
0: unless you meant to turn it off for, like, everybody, like, for, for, like, like, it can't be for you. It would be like, here's a gift for you and the party. So yeah. like anybody would be able to pour that your normal, drink.
1: giving a gift to like the host of alcohol.
0: Yeah, kind of yeah.
1: So you would come with like a bottle or something, and maybe they'd give supply of alcohol, but then keep your bottle for some other time.
0: But the host would have to, in return, give it to everybody in a way.
1: What I'm saying is, would it be the case for the host to like keep the bottle for like the next party? No. I don't okay.
0: I mean, honestly, I'm not saying rules. This is just like. Things that I've noticed. Don't anybody in the podcast say like, I went to this one party and like it just happened this way. But it's like, you know, generally in the environments I've been in in Minnesota, New York, and California, that's not been yeah. the case.
1: I mean, yeah, like everything we're saying is general. There's going to be like a load of exceptions. No, no,
0: no. You are a god, and you know everything that happens in Ireland.
1: <laughs> no. So there'll be a lot of people who say it's an incorrect. But
0: I mean, disclaimer, disclaimer. disclaimer. I don't mind putting my opinion out there without a disclaimer alert like I'm not that sensitive you know but then maybe somebody's gonna prove me wrong someone's gonna troll me so hard and be like oh no
1: it's not really just the system <laughs> aspect of it it's like how people's mind work like if someone like you know was listening their mind would just go oh well that thing I once had an occasion where that didn't happen so then everything that person said is wrong yeah where that's just someone's mind is like jumping it at. So, like, disclaimer in a way is in this sense, it's just like to tell that person, like, they don't have to jump to conclusions, like, that everything that person said is wrong because they had a different experience once. Yeah. I think that's a good thing for people to realize is that your own experiences don't really mean that someone else, because your own experience is different, doesn't mean that someone else is wrong, that their experiences are wrong.
0: I feel like disclaimers are honestly really important if like your podcast or whatever you're doing is like you are a specialized like teacher or there's consequences like we're just like two people podcasting drinking tea with whiskey in it you know like (laughs) we're not telling people go to a party and do this you know like we're just uh, giving an opinion and um, it's like the beauty of human life is that We live so many different lives, like, we're going to experience, sometimes, like, some of us are going to experience what is, like, general or the rule, and others are going to experience beautiful exceptions, or horrendous exceptions, you know? Like, the human experience is just so, so varied, like, every time I come to Ireland, honestly, this is the biggest shock to me in Ireland, there's white people everywhere, but they have their own culture, and it's completely, like, it's a culture, like, it's, it's, uh, how do you say it? like they are different than Americans. I don't know why and I swear I thought I was a cosmopolitan type of person in America, but I wasn't. I thought that all white people they just had this one white people-ish kind ofness to them but no like they're they're as exotic as like as somebody who grew up in the Midwest might view like you know Africa and Asia, you know
1: like, really exotic. Wouldn't American white people different cultures depend on what state they're from? Like New York, a New York white person has their own kind of way of being compared to like a California white person or... But they, person they're pretty
0: similar. I feel like an Irish white person is just, they're just in a completely different world than like anybody in the States. And even though the States, like each state has their own personality and like I can sometimes even tell where someone is from based off their personality, um it's still, they still, they still have some common trends. Like, you've noticed, like, you able to, like, you told me you were able to pick up an American by the way they walk and talk. And <laughs> I'm putting, I'm putting you in a high standard, but like.
1: <laughs> um, what I'd say with, like, Americans, you can't tell, yeah, from how they walk and they talk, because even before they speak, like if you're in, I've noticed it's been traveling around Europe, is that before even an American speaks the way they kind of walk down the street or their confidence or the w- way they are you know everyone kind of knows it's an American like there's kind of an unwritten rule for Europeans to kind of look and just tell and it's not I think it's like Europeans actually especially Europe are quite like Americans I think like they are a lot like for example tip bigger they'll be friendly they'll, they'll be open to chat you know I think Americans have a good name across Europe like there's kind of like there's like a little kind of calculation that a lot of europeans do when they like meet a white person like that's not from because you can kind of tell like that's an english a native english person and the calculation will be like is that person english will be the first thing and then it'll be is they american and then it'll be like the third thing kind of that will be will is it irish and you know i'm not going to get into specifics but like a lot of european people like will like i think English can kind of, kind of get a bad name across Europe, and much rather if it's uh, an American or an Irish person, it'll be a lot more friendly. So I think that's the kind of calculation that goes on in uh, people's heads. So yeah, I think it's, you just pick it up, you can kind of tell who someone is. So you are right that there is kind of a difference, but it's, it's hard to describe isn't there, the difference between like a European person and an yeah. American.
0: Well, I but, started yeah. noticing the difference. Like, I was like, I'm so much louder than everybody else. And I thought I was, like, so quiet back in America that, like, the wind would, like, you know, cover my voice. Like, I just... I spoke, like, a whisper or so I thought. But when I come to Europe, I'm just, like... Like, I start talking and then my boyfriend is just, like, you're screaming in the street. Like, and I'm like, oh, no. Like, everybody heard your conversation, you know?
1: But it's so interesting how people have developed like that like america hasn't been a country for so long but then the, everyone in the country is like very you know what you're saying is that everyone in the country kind of has this Americanness about them yeah that everyone's picked up on even though like it's not like it's had thousands and thousands of years to grow there's like a lot a lot of like american people from all around the world and how it just kind of happened that culture like grows so fast and it makes european and america but so different over such a short span. it's kind of interesting isn't it
0: yeah like i just i just honestly the when you come to europe you start realizing how much of a like a cowboy or a cowgirl you are like just like that idea of somebody loud and wild and uh like kind of i wouldn't say self-centered but like really entitled and confident I'm gonna go with entitled over confident, <laughs> but yes, maybe you're right. And confident too, and then like, you start realizing how much of those kind of features you are. I mean, minus the the horse and the lasso, like that that Americans tend to be.
1: Yeah, but when I say there's nothing wrong with either, like I think some people feel self-conscious. They live like, oh, I'm so different to these people. They're you know much more quiet and reserved or something like that. But it's not to say that one way of being is better than the other.
0: No, of course not no, I love being American but like there's just some things that like you start when you, be, when you start learning other cultures you try to pick up the good things about them and you realize one of the bad things about America that's like good of Europe is that In America, you're just around America. There's just America for miles, maybe there's Mexico and Canada in your world view, but a lot of times, you don't think about the rest of the world. But then in Europe, you're like, oh, like, there's these other countries with these other cultures and these other different people. Like, literally, here's an example. I thought, America. I thought, it was like, my world view was so much America that I kept getting East and West Europe confused. I thought that West Europe was East because it was East of the U.S. And I thought Eastern Europe was, like, just even more East. So, like, I just thought it was all East.
1: <laughs> like, in America, in some American view, the world revolves around America. Yeah. Like, so, you will name your... Ex- country because, like based upon your position to america exactly. you're like i'm south africa because i'm side of america
0: <laughs> well south america is south of north america
1: no that's true but it's still the same state it's not even like go this is west europe because we're
0: you
1: know. yeah But this is east europe i mean i see what you're saying and that is common but i think it's like a little bit of a shock when Americans, like move, like if you were to move to Europe or the rest of the world, how to kind of, you know, the mindset you brought up in in America, about America being like the center of the universe, mm-hmm. kind of the rest of the world doesn't see it that way, and often I think Americans are kind of a little bit shocked when they, when they realize that, yeah. yeah. but it's a good, something that's good to realize, I think it's something like a lot of Americans would be useful for them to realize. That's true. And a little bit of traveling. I think, you know, I'd recommend for all Americans to, like, do travel to Europe or stay. I know at this time with the virus and stuff, it's not easy. But when um, times change, you know, I recommend traveling to Europe. Like, a lot of fr- American friends have had do a thing where they'll, like, stay a night in a lot of different European cities and fly all over Europe because they've just not realized how, like, close things are together. Yeah. They're, like, so, like, oh, it's crazy that, like, Paris is, like, so close to you know if i wanted to go to spain or if i wanted to go to germany it's like only a two-hour flight ride away or to go to italy so they'll like spend the night in every city all around europe i think they have a lot of fun but what i kind of recommend is like stay a few weeks in one place or just kind of get a feel of the, like the atmosphere of people and feel how it's different in different countries because then you can kind of open your perspective on life your mind kind of opens because you're like these you're thinking these people like look at the world so differently than how we do in our own country and it kind of opens your horizons to like the fact that there's like different ways of thinking yeah. everywhere in the world so i i do recommend just kind of getting used to that like staying in a place for a week or so or whatever just trying to like understand the locals it's not even just like going partying every night but I mean you can do that as well but it's like you kind of understand the, the, the place and uh, the people
0: and definitely stop in ireland I get to know Ireland as well. (laughs) You'd be surprised, like Ireland is like, for me, it kind of felt like similar to Minnesota. So it was kind of, but but it was also different. It had this European feel to it. I just think that one thing that I I think some Americans might find really troubling as they do these travels is not everybody speaks English and I'm honestly like I still kind of like get annoyed I'm like oh, I speak English I speak Spanish pick one but you must learn one of them <laughs> you know like yeah.
1: I mean I, even me I much rather travel to places that speak some English yeah like Germany for example a lot of people there don't know really to speak English and it's nice some just don't really like speaking of but like nearly everyone does so I mean maybe it's like you know it's like not a first world problem but it's like question your own culture and other people where I'm like everyone should speak English but I do like the fact that it's just much easier for traveling around the world and I think for a lot of Americans who you might not have traveled if you haven't traveled to a lot of other countries I think like Ireland will be like the perfect place to start because there's a lot of things you know you you hear a lot that like Americans love Ireland but there is kind of reason to that and like it is a great place to start if you're planning a European trip Ireland probably the best place to start few days first um and, and the reason for that though is that you know the people often the people here are very accepting um i don't know this is not everyone but like a lot of people will be like interested you know in a very chatty get to know you you're just not going to be no like i would say i be very open it's not going to be that oh because of your political beliefs or your ways of being that we're going to you know just ignore you or not want you here or you know, i've been in some other countries where you can kind of tell that they're not interested in like people who speak english or outsiders but in dublin it's a, and in ireland there's a lot more accepting. yeah
0: so. people here are really good at chatting like one thing i'll say is like in america there's a lot of i don't know like i guess as a as a as a woman like, going to a bar there's like some creepers that just approach you but in ireland there's like very few creepers like I even have a great time chatting with like 60 year olds at the bar like everybody's just so good at talking they're so friendly there's no ulterior motives like they just like are there to just talk and chat and and if you're there for like you know same reasons same good reasons and like you're well received and everybody's just honestly they can adjust whatever conversation it is to what you like so like that's just how good at talking or like well, how would you call it like the crack or something that Irish people do just
1: ch- yeah it's just chatting I guess I mean it's just um, yeah it's like that it's like you chat to anyone it's not like persons like judged about like you know some places they'll judge oh you're, you're wearing a suit or you're this whatever people are just interested in chatting to anyone so there's no going to be immediate judgment um, and people are just kind of chilled out just interested in you know, spending time with just random people, and chatting to random people. The one thing I would say though is that the only thing that I would tone down a bit for some Americans is that sometimes you we, know, the first time they left America, and you know, into the fratment mentality and stuff, you just they just have to be respectful, not be too noisy or to start making jokes that they think other people will find funny about Irish culture or things like that. You know, you need to be a little bit say just chill out a little bit yeah, from, from those kind of ways
0: they need to read the room like if you say a joke that gets well received in the u.s but is like <laughs> like crickets chirp in ireland then just just take it and don't dig yourself a hole and continue with the joke
1: yeah i think it's a good one it's just that you have to realize that you know your outwardness that you might have had in america sometimes it wouldn't be perceived the same in Ireland, like, people are a little bit more respectful, mm-hmm. and, you know, people will get offended if you, like, try and make fun of, you know, uh, uh, anything, the Irishness or whatever about the country, or if you try to play off on the stereotypes too much. Like, there's a little bit of a leeway that I should do give to American people, like, that, you know, or, or people wouldn't get away with, like, British people would not get away with it, but because they're American, we're kind of like, oh, it's, an, you know, American, it's fine, but I would still say be respectful, because it's kind of get tiring for some people
0: to yeah okay well we're past the 30 minute mark so i feel like this is a successful well actually we've been able to talk for 30 minutes so that is a success in my book (laughs) and next hopefully we can get one person listening (laughs) to at least a minute of it that would be the second level of success.
1: And if people can leave comments, I don't know, can they leave comments?
0: Uh, I don't know, we'll we'll have to push it in like Spotify or like other places.
1: Well, if there is a comment section, let us know what you think.
0: Yeah. Be be cruel. We're not sensitive, like I said. Really test that test the waters out if I am sensitive. Right 50
1: minutes it listen the 30 minutes of this.
0: They deserve to give us a comment then if they listen 30 minutes. But don't listen to one minute and then just like comment. Or like don't just look at the title and comment. We don't want those. We want people that like either loved it commenting it, like or like they hated it, but they deserve to comment it after reaching that 30 minutes.
1: Work. and also i'd say if you did hate it to actually give some feedback and like not just like it's shit and they're like well we don't know why <laughs> maybe we agree but i'd say like, <laughs> we agree
0: yeah we agree but
1: write a comment that's like why you think it's that way yeah or something to improve on or something because i mean feedback is good because you can kind of yeah,
0: constructive part. feedback making the world a better place with constructive feedback and a little less trolling you can troll after the constructive feedback though okay see you guys and i don't know i feel like we should ching or something even though it's good teak- next time we'll leave be here. let's just let's just ching wait was it like cilantro were you say? yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah